0: clutching at my heart. Racing heart, sweating, something terrible is going to happen, this overwhelming feeling of dread, there's a physical element to it, it it starts in my chest and, and then it spreads Like fear spreading throughout my body. My inner critic tells me that no one will like me. That if I disappeared, no one would care. I don't have anything to offer. that's what they said i wanted to learn a little bit more about from people in my life friends and family that i know deal with it on a deeper level and that's what they said it feels like and i'm so glad that they did I'm so glad that they were willing to share with me, be open and honest and vulnerable about something that is so deeply personal. I'm so glad that they allowed me to share that with you today. Because it sounds awful. And maybe you... If experienced that firsthand, and so you know exactly what it feels like. But maybe you haven't. Over the last two years in the United States, on average, in any given week, 25% of people who were surveyed said that they had felt symptoms of anxiety in the past week. One week it was as high as 37%. But 25%, that's kind of an easy number to work with. I mean, that's one in four people. So I want you to do a a favor for me right now. Just kind of look around and I want you to count off three other people besides yourself. Now chances are one of you has felt something like I started with in the last week. And so for those of us who maybe haven't experienced that, I think it's helpful to just get a glimpse, just get a sense of what this deep kind of anxiety and anxious thoughts, what that actually feels like and and seems like to a person as they suffer through it. And even if we haven't felt that, I think we all get stressed we all fear some things about the future we we all worry and sometimes that stress and worry and fear it it makes us anxious it can make us grumpy mad sad irritable And so, once again, this week, we want to notice those emotions. We want to notice those thoughts. We want to name them for what they are anxiety. And we want to navigate them. And we want to notice and name them and be able to navigate them just for ourselves when we experience them, but also so that we can help others. When they experience it. And part of naming these thoughts, these anxious thoughts, and, is to understand what triggers them. So I asked that question. Of those friends and family who were willing to answer, what triggers it? Here's what some of their answers that they shared. Travel. Grief from past experiences, sickness, too many things to do, seeing certain family members, social situations, meeting new people, a place or a situation that I'm not familiar with, noise, hearing things about which I'm afraid. And then one person even shared, sometimes there isn't even a reason, it just... Happens. So, what can cause anxiety? A whole bunch of things, and sometimes nothing at all. How do you navigate that? How, how do you help someone? To navigate that. When I, when I read the responses from this little survey that I gave out, my heart broke for those people. As I got just, just a sense of what they go through, just a sense of the emotional pain and suffering that they regularly endure. How could I help them navigate that? And I know that in the past when I've tried To help someone, I made a mistake. I've been guilty of doing something that wasn't helpful at all, and maybe you have too. I tried to fix it. I tried to to fix their problem and, and give them the steps to the solution that I saw, the things that they could just do that would solve the issue and get rid of their anxiety. But I think for people who are dealing with anxiety that that's just frustrating. And so it made me wonder, would you be frustrated? Are you frustrated today with the biblical advice that you are given for when you're dealing with anxiety that the Apostle Paul, he speaks to you when he wrote don't be anxious about anything do you hear that phrase and kind of translate it in your mind as this just ignore it just don't think about it just push it aside Just don't be stressed. Just don't worry so much. Like, is that really the advice that the Bible is going to give us for when we're feeling anxious? Just don't do it. How can that be what the Bible says? And Jesus actually said a very similar thing because Jesus said, Don't worry. How can Jesus say that? How can that be the Bible's advice for navigating my anxiety? Dear friends, When your heart and your mind is anxious, understand that God's own broken heart, his own compassionate heart, is behind this encouragement. God inspired the Apostle Paul to encourage you so that anxiety will not consume you. It will not become this prison in which you find yourselves. And to be imprisoned in the fear and trembling God wants to give you a place to go with your anxious thoughts. There's a big but here in this statement, a big rather to do this instead. Paul encourages you in every single situation, no matter what triggered your anxiety, to take your anxious thoughts to your God. Your powerful and compassionate God God says, do not be anxious because the Lord is near. Paul laid out that foundation for why he could make such a bold statement and say, not anxious about anything. He laid it out with this foundation, the Lord is near. And the four words of that phrase are incredibly powerful. And so let's just break them down. The Lord. He is the Lord, which means that He is all powerful, He is full of compassion. He is the the ruler of this entire universe and so when so many of the things that trigger our anxiety are outside of our control, God holds it all in his powerful, capable hands. He's the Lord. So he knows everything. He knows the... The anxious thoughts that are the turmoil that is in your mind and your heart. He knows your fears. He knows that dread that you feel. He is the Lord. He can perform miracles. And the Lord is. That's the next word. The Lord is. Not that He once was a long time ago in the past, or that someday in the future He will be there. No, the Lord is right now. In every single moment of every single day, the Lord is. And the Lord is near. He's not far, not distant, he's not absent, not, not uninterested in your life. No, the Lord is near. He is always there, always ready, always prepared. He doesn't roll his eyes at even the, the very tiniest thing that might make you anxious. The Lord is near. He always has the time, always has the attention to give to you. And when he looks at you, his, his cherished daughter, his precious son, it's his heart that breaks for the anxious thoughts in your heart. And he desires to comfort and strengthen you, and he will do it through his own words and promises. On my survey, this little five-question survey that I sent to some friends and family, I asked them what they would want their friends and their family to do when they are feeling most anxious. And in the response, there were two verbs, action words that we use, two verbs that stood out were in every single response and those two words weren't talk me through the problem solve the issue create a solution those weren't the words not even to to speak words of comfort the, The two words that showed up in nearly every single response that I got were these two. Sit and listen. The Lord is near to sit with you and to listen. When God tells you Do not be anxious. He's inviting you to to pour out your heart to him. He's telling you that, that he is there to sit and listen. When God says, do not be anxious, he doesn't question your faith. He doesn't imply a weakness. He doesn't dismiss your feelings. He says, don't bear this burden alone. I am near. Turn to me. Bring all your thoughts, all your emotions, and all your cares to him. Paul continued, and he said, In every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving that the Lord is near. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. Your Lord and God desires that you would reveal your anxious heart to him. Be open and honest and vulnerable with Him because He cares so deeply about you. He invites you to enjoy His presence because you know who He is and what He has already done for you. And ultimately, God wants you to know His peace. And the peace of God... Transcends all understanding. One of the people that I reached out to shared that when they're in an anxious moment and their heart is racing and and they're feeling all of these emotions, their mind won't listen to logic, it can't reason it away. the peace of god transcends all understanding the peace of god goes above and beyond our logic and our reasoning so our anxiety isn't logical the peace of god isn't logical either and it's not that god's peace is illogical or irrational, but it's that God's peace is super logical, super rational. It's above and beyond and outside of our reason and our understanding. God's peace isn't found as you work through a situation and find a solution. No, God's peace is found in Christ, in Jesus. That's where you find God's peace, It's found in understanding that it was Jesus' own blood that has washed away all your mistakes. It has made you of the utmost worth and value. That you were so precious, so worthwhile to Jesus that he came to die for you. If you disappeared the supreme Lord of the entire universe, the most important being in the cosmos, would miss you. Would notice that you were gone. And because he couldn't stand the thought of that, he came to save and rescue you. Because Jesus knew that if he didn't do that, something terrible would happen. Your sin would separate him from you forever. So he came. And at every moment when the fear and dread of what he would need to face in order to save and rescue you, his crucifixion, the just wrath of a holy God, death itself, at every moment that that might have caused him anxious thoughts, he did not allow that dread to stop him. But he continued to the cross for you. He wanted you freed from all fear because you are fully forgiven in his own blood. And so you need to know how deeply Jesus cares for you. You need to know His willingness to sit with you in your fear and dread and your anxiety so he can comfort you. He wants to guard and protect your anxious heart and keep you from being enslaved by those anxious thoughts. And so, no matter what surrounds you, the Lord is near, Jesus is near. And you are free in Christ. And you're invited in Christ to come with every prayer, every request, every concern, every anxious thought that is on your heart and bring it to your God. And God's peace, that peace that comes through the forgiveness of all of our sins, that peace, you can allow it to wash over your entire being your heart, your soul, your body, your mind, every part of you. In those moments when you sit with your Lord who is near, thank God that He is near and that He comes with His peace. And please understand, there there is certainly a place for professional therapists and professional counselors And even the the wonderful blessings of modern medicine that God has given to us, those also can help as we struggle with anxiety. But God is near. And God has also given you the blessing of your brothers and sisters in Christ. And so now I need to talk to the other three people the three out of four that weren't anxious in this last week, I need to talk to you about how you can navigate anxiety not when you are feeling anxious, but when you sense that someone close to you might be. I think we can learn some practical advice here. That we can be the way in which the Lord is near to them. That we can be the mask of God and sit with them in their anxiety. Sit with them in their fear and dread and be present. And don't try to to fix it. Because you can't. But what you can do is sit And listen. And what you can say is, let's pray. Over and over and over again, let's pray. Let's ask God's peace to be present in our hearts. That peace that surpasses our understanding. Dear friends, when it feels like a claw has clutched your heart, remember that the Lord, the ruler of all creation, that he holds you in his strong yet gentle arms. And when you are sweating because of the anxious thoughts, I pray that you remember how Jesus sweat as he carried his cross along with your sin and your guilt, and how he then bled on that cross to set you free from all condemnation. And when you feel fear and dread inside your chest and and you feel that start to spread to your entire body, I pray that you remember how God has come with his mercy and his love And he has covered over your entire being. When you feel alone in your anxious thoughts, I pray that you remember that the Lord is near with his peace that transcends all understanding. May God bless us to remember that are ancient... in